0: Welcome, it's Amelia Andaleon, your host of the Spiritually Fit Yoga podcast, and it is 2022, my first episode of the new year. So, I decided to honor what I was feeling and my intuition and my energy to take a break from recording the podcast because I was noticing that I was feeling forced. I was struggling with coming up with topics on what I wanted to share, what I wanted to talk about, who I wanted to interview. And I decided I needed a little bit of space, I needed space to sit and to meditate and and take a break and just be with whatever was showing up. And I've noticed over the last couple of weeks since I've been away from this podcast that I've been I've been listening to other episodes I've been listening to other podcasts and and I've been aside from being away for a little winter break vacation with my family which is wonderful um, I've been teaching my classes teaching my vinyasa classes and my yin yoga classes and I was asking myself what would be an offering that I would feel like could benefit the listeners here on my podcast that might not be the same as what everyone else is offering right now. And then the first answer that came to me was, one, it is going to be unique because it's me, because I'm not like anyone else. So that alone, that will make it unique. And the second thing that I've noticed is when I've taught my vinyasa classes and when I teach my yin classes, that after my yin yoga classes, Everybody, like 100%, everyone wants either a longer class, they wish that it would go like 90 minutes or longer, or maybe even spend the night like a slumber party. (laughs) And everybody says they need more, more yin. Even though in the beginning, when they first arrive to the class, they may not realize that they need the yin, they need the slowing down. They need the time to hold poses for a long time, in a very quiet, meditative space. They might think that they need to work out. They might think they need the detox or the exercise, like a strong power vinyasa class. Or what I've also noticed is that I have students that take what I call a double header. On my Thursdays, I have a power vinyasa class and then a little bit of a break, 15 minute break, and then I move into a yin. So I've had students do both, and that's been a really nice combination for them. So after noticing that, what I decided is that I wanna offer a yin yoga class for you today, in today's episode. And those of you that are new to yin, it's a very, very slow practice. It does require or request several props Ideally a bolster, if you have a yoga bolster, and if you don't have a yoga bolster, something that can be helpful is a firm cushion. So it might be a cushion from a couch, like a a skinnier cushion from a couch. You could use a pillow from your bed, but sometimes that's a little bit soft, so maybe even stacking a couple of pillows together. Um, Two blocks and a blanket. So those are the props that I'm going to suggest for today's class. So today is going to be a yin yoga class. And I'm also recording this live on Monday, January 17th, which is honoring Martin Luther King Jr. And the theme for this class today is going to be freedom. Freedom in your body, freedom in the mind to choose it and how you show up to your mat and. And what are the practices? What are the choices that you are making in your life that are leading you to an experience of freedom? And then one quote I'm gonna leave with you before I move into the yin yoga class from Martin Luther King Jr. is, the time is always right to do what is right. The time is always right to do what is right. So I'll leave you to reflect on that and how it lands with you. It might show up in your practice today, like what is the right thing for you to modify a pose? Or it might show up as you're making a decision in your life, whether it's personal or work or school, whatever it might be. The time is always right do what is right and it's all subjective it's all subjective what is right for you and consider that also just thinking about how many times do you make a choice thinking that something is right based on what was imposed upon you based on what you think you should do because a parent a culture a society dictated it to you and you think you need to adopt what you think is right. When maybe deep down in your gut, you can feel it's like, "Mm, something does not feel actually aligned for me. And sometimes we might not be in the practice of knowing what is right, right for ourselves. All right, there you go. Get yourself ready. Enjoy today's Yin Yoga practice. And as always, I love hearing from you. Leave me your comments. Reach out to me. I love hearing that you're listening to the podcast. What you want to hear, what topics. Let me know how this yin yoga practice. How does it land in your body? And my intention, again, is to invite a sense of freedom. Freedom in the mind, freedom in the body, and freedom in how you experience your life. Thank you, and peace out. I wanna share a brief thank you and a generous offer from my sponsor, Ubindi.com, ubindi.com They are offering a 50% discount on their essentials plan, the annual plan, by using the discount code AMELIA, all in caps, A-M-E-L-I-A. Ubindi.com is the website that I use to manage my bookings, to enable payments, to add courses, It's perfect for an instructor like myself who doesn't have a studio. It's affordable. It's easy to use. Check it out. ubindi.com. You'll find the website in my episode notes and use the discount code A-M-E-L-I-A AMELIA, all in caps. Thanks for being here. Welcome to your yin yoga practice today. This is going to be a shorter yin yoga practice, a 30-minute yin yoga practice. A typical yin yoga class might be 90 minutes or 60 minutes. But for today, on this podcast, and this audio recording, I'll be leading you through a practice 30 minutes. And grab your bolster. We're going to start in a supported child's pose. Oh, yin yoga, the intention is to slow down, is to allow the body to relax. And we're going to get into what's called the soft tissue, the fascia. There's a thin transparent layer that surrounds the muscles, the fascia, and then the soft tissue getting into the tendons and the ligaments. And in yin yoga, we want to soften and relax the soft tissue. We're not stretching. We're actually relaxing and softening. So to get into this supported child's pose, take your knees out wide with your big toes to touch and then pull the bolster up underneath your belly and pull it towards you until the end of that bolster hits the inside of your thighs, your inner thighs, until it can't go any closer to you. And go ahead and set your belly down. And let's start with taking your left cheek down on the bolster. And then relax your arms so that the backs of the arms and the backs of the wrists, that they're laying on the ground and that the palms are facing up towards the ceiling. And notice if you're feeling any discomfort at all, whether it's in the ankles or the knees or the hips, a couple of variations might be placing, rolling up a blanket and placing it underneath your hips or underneath your booty on the backs of your heels. You can also put some blocks back there to lift your hips up towards the ceiling. So take some time to use your props to get comfortable in this pose. We're going to hold this side for one minute, relaxing the body. focusing on the breath, settle in, observe what you feel. And as you hold this pose and stay in this pose, periodically travel and scan the body. Notice if you're holding onto any tension, any tightness take a big breath in and sigh let something go and then very slowly rotate the head so now the right cheek the right side of the head is on your bolster and let yourself get settled into this side, still in the supported child's pose. Observe the breath and allow the body to soften. 30 more seconds on this side. Notice what you notice with an observer mind. Get curious. Let your practice be a discovery, a tool of discovering how you feel, what you sense, what you think. Take a big breath in, and sigh and empty out the breath, and slowly lift yourself up by pressing your hands down and setting the bolster out to the side, and we're going to move through what's called a counter pose. So that was actually considering for yin a shorter yin yoga hold. So typically, we hold them maybe a little bit longer, like two, three, five minutes. But right now, come into tabletop. So your bolsters set to the side. So your shoulders stacked on top of the wrists, your hips stacked on top of the knees, and move through a few cat cows. So with your cat pose, I always like to remind people when they can't remember what cat pose is, The cat pose looks like a scaredy cat at Halloween where you're arching your back up towards the ceiling, pushing your hands down into the ground with an exhale. And then cow pose as you're gently tilting the tailbone up towards the ceiling and moving through the vertebrae as the belly drops down towards the ground, shoulder blades down the back, arching the back and filling up with an inhale. So inhaling with cow, and then exhaling into cat. So do that on your own three more times. Bring some freedom in between each vertebrae. Bring some freedom as you move through the articulations of the wrists, the elbows, the shoulders, the neck, the spine, the hips. And one more breath in. And then sigh, empty out the breath. Tuck your toes into a downward dog, just as a counter pose. So downward dog, straightening the knees, reaching your tailbone up towards the ceiling. And then grab your bolster again, knees down towards the ground. And let's take one more supported child's pose. And this time I'll watch the time for you. And we're gonna take it two minutes on each side. Left cheek down, and again, palms facing up. Breathing and noticing, two minutes on this side. Child's pose. And this time in this supported child's pose, will you bring a sense of noticing the connection of your chest to what is supporting you? Whether it's a bolster, a yoga bolster, or maybe you grabbed a cushion from your couch or you have stacked a couple of pillows underneath you. Notice the support underneath your chest, underneath your heart, and will you lean into it and surrender into the softness? One more minute in silence, invite in softness. Relax. Take a big breath in and a big sigh out, (sighs) slowly shift into supported child's pose with your right cheek down onto the bolster. Settle into this pose, soften the shoulder blades down from the back, two minutes on this side. Palms are facing up towards the ceiling. Let the arms be slack, like like noodle arms. When we talk about yin yoga, we often talk about like overcooked noodles. That's how soft we want the limbs to be that relaxed and the legs and the arms. Relaxing the neck. Allowing beyond the muscles, that surrounding layer of fascia, letting that soften, allowing yielding, allowing the space of yin yoga into the body and into the mind. One more minute in silence on this side. take a big breath in and empty sigh release the breath and then slowly release that bolster to the side and let's move through that counter pose again of cat cow oh we'll take your time as you press up into a tabletop and move through 3 cycles of cat cow your rhythm Notice the body. So as we were in stillness in this child's pose, welcoming this movement as you arch the spine in cow pose. And then press the shoulder blades up towards the ceiling in cat pose. And notice if there's any other movement that the body would like here. Maybe you'd like to shift the hips side to side, gently wiggling from side to side. Maybe there's something else that the body is asking for. Let yourself connect to the primal, the primal connection. If there was not a teacher to tell you how to move, but instead you are listening to how the body would like to move right now, how would you move? What would you release? What would feel like a sense of freedom in your body? And then slowly work your way onto your back into Shavasana. Shavasana laying flat on your back, legs straight, and take your arms out to a T with your palms facing up towards the ceiling. Stay here for a couple of breaths and notice that there's a sense of a midline. Starting from the skull, imagine that there's a line from the back of the skull that's aligned with the bones of the neck, down the spine, down the tailbone, in between the legs, and shift your body in a way that you create a sense of aligning to your center. So this is going to be your perceived center, creating that sense of noticing the right and left sides, what you notice with the back of the shoulder blades sinking into the ground, the backs of the shoulders, maybe the backs of the hips or the booty, the glutes, even the back of the legs. And now notice the backs of the right arm and the left arm and the back of the wrists and the hands like a sense of evenness or unevenness. So without any criticism, without any judgment, just notice what you notice as the back is laying here on your mat, on the floor. And get curious. It's like, hmm, my left wrist is off the ground a little bit more than my right wrist. Maybe you're noticing something like that. What is there for you to discover? Not that it's right or wrong, but just to discover, to discover right here, this baseline. We're going to end this class in Shavasana. But how does it feel right now? Five more breaths. And surrender into it. Now that you're noticing, not trying to fix it, connecting to what feels aligned to your center in this moment, allow the body to be. Two more breaths. All right, we're going to come into a pose. It's a funny naming pose, Banana Asana. Reach your arms above your head and bring your hands together, your fingers together. And your palms might not press in towards each other. You know, maybe the fingertips are just barely touching. But straighten your arms and then bring the feet together. And then from the straight line, just expand and inhale. Big inhale. And then exhale, sigh, empty out the breath. So in banana asana, you're actually going to create the shape of a banana, like a ripe banana in your body. So first start with relaxing the arms. Just let the arms relax. and They might even relax out to the sides. So let's start with the legs first. So notice first that the backs of your glutes, your booty, Let them sink down into the ground. Leave them there as much as you can. So anchor, anchor your hips, anchor your booties down onto the ground. All right, so slowly start to walk your heels a little bit over to the right side. So now that there's a gentle arch in the lower half of your body. So over to the right and then pause. When you first feel a sense of restriction, that's your edge, that's what we call your edge yin yin. So pause there. And now with your arms, the same thing, you're going to let the arms gently go over to the right side. And you'll notice that that ar- outer arm, it will, it will, it might feel a little bit more challenged. You'll go over to the side, then, then don't force it. In fact, that arm, it might need to be all the way out to a T sometimes, depending on your body or maybe it can relax the backs of the shoulders on the ground. This is also a great place to put a block or a blanket underneath the wrists, maybe even a bolster. With the audio, it can be a little bit challenging to know how to support using the props. So do the best that you can to awaken your intuition. It's like what will allow both arms to relax, creating the shape of a a ripe banana in my body. And then with your heels over to the right, notice if you would like to cross your left ankle over your right. Does that feel comfortable? So I know in yin, I said, this is not about stretching, but you might be feeling a stretch on the outside of the hips. You might be feeling a stretch on the outside of the IT band, the outside of the leg. So with any pose, whether it's yin yoga or any yoga, please pay attention to anything that might feel like sharp pain. That is your signal to back off or slowly come out of the pose. We're right, gonna hold this pose one more minute. We're creating space So with the heels, the legs, and the arms over to the right, we're actually giving some attention and creating space and expanding into the left side of the body. Relax the face, relax the forehead, relax the corners of the eyes. And would you breathe into the left rib cage and imagine that your breath is creating more space in between what's called the intercostal muscles that are attached to every single rib cage. That there's some fascia, that there's some soft tissue in the rib cages, those bones, the cartilage there, that can actually get tight from stress. And now we're breathing, holding, relaxing, allowing. 30 more seconds. And take a big breath in. And a big sigh out. Very slowly walk the legs and the arms back to center. And then slowly bend your knees. Feet out as wide as your mat. And take both arms out to a T. Palms facing up towards the ceiling, forearms are facing towards the ceiling Wrists and palms up towards the ceiling. And with your feet at 12 o'clock lined up with the outside edges of your mat, gently press your feet down to slowly lift your hips up slightly. Inhale and bring attention to the contact of that upper back touching the mat. And will you slowly roll your spine down one vertebrae at a time, landing with the tailbone last? And creating a sense of laying down your spine straight. So it's your perception, what you perceive. And then once you have your back resting down on the mat, slowly windshield wiper the knees side to side. Slowly let the knees fall from the right side, fall to the right, fall to the left. Bring awareness to what you feel on the outside of the right hip and the left hip. And then return to that Shavasana, that modified Shavasana, keeping your arms out to a T with the legs straight. And bring that awareness again to laying down the spine straight. Awareness like there's a line all the way from the center of your skull, the back of the skull, down the neck, down the tailbone, down to the center of the legs. Two warm breaths. All right, let's prepare for banana asana on the other side. I'm gonna do the same thing. We'll do a couple minute hold, but first starting with the arms up above the head, reaching the arms straight, bring the legs together, and let's lengthen out the body with a big inhale, and then a big sigh out, let something go. Okay, relax the arms, and let's start with the legs. Gently, slowly walk the left heels or walk the heels over to the left. And then again, bring that awareness of anchoring the glutes, the backs of the booties, down onto the ground. So keep those anchored. So what am I talking about is trying not to lift the hips off the ground as you walk the heels over to the left. So walking the heels and then once you reach your edge, pause, and now do the same with the arms. And if you have any props, blankets, support that will help you relax both arms. So what we don't want to do is feel like there's a lot of efforting with anything, with the arms or the legs, anything at all. So once you get into the pose, notice with the legs, would you like to cross one leg over the other? So in this case, you walked your heels over to the left, so this time maybe your right heel or right ankle is crossing over the left ankle. So it would be your outer leg crossing over that inner leg. And now on this side, bring attention to the right side of the body. Breathing into the right lung. Into the right rib cage. While you're letting the entire back body sink in, surrender. The more you relax, the more the yin yoga, these yin poses, can do the work for you without you exerting effort. Now that's important in yin. We're looking for a sense of no efforting, of least efforting, to surrender to the pose, to relax not just the muscles, but to get into the soft tissue, to let that fascia, let there to be some more space for the fascia. Imagine that the fascia connected to the muscles, that it can get a little bit sticky, So when we're creating some space, we're creating openness and freedom in the body. Letting the tendons and the ligaments and the joints relax. And also operating on the nervous system, nurturing the rest and digest system, the parasympathetic nervous system. letting the body know it's okay to slow down it's okay to relax it's okay to be still and slow the heart rate lower the blood pressure practice self-care and allow the mind to enter a calm meditative state, not to stop the thoughts, but to allow any distractions or chaos or clutter, allow that to start to clarify. Be with the silence. Breathe and relax. Take a big breath in. And then sigh, empty, let something go. Slowly walk the legs and the arms back to center. And let's take a full body stretch again. Reach the arms up above your head, legs are together, big breath in. Empty, sigh, let something go. Bend the knees. And let's windshield wiper the knees side to side again. Feet out wide, arms out to a T, slowly twist side to side. And we're going to move into our final poses before Shavasana. Slowly hug your knees into your chest. Hug your knees in and take your right arm out to your side. Right palm is facing up. And look towards your right hand and slowly let the knees fall over to the left side. So in yin, this is a great place to actually put a bolster or a blanket or a pillow underneath your knees. If you find that it's a struggle to let the legs touch the ground, which is very typical, then let the ground meet your body where it is. So if you need to pause and do that, go ahead and create it. And then when you're ready, hug your knees into your chest and do the same on the other side, left arm out. Let the knees fall to the right. Our final pose before Shavasana, relax the body. Relax the shoulders. Grab some support if you need. Gently roll all the way over to your left side and curl up into a fetal position Letting yourself rest your left cheek on your left bicep. We'll stay here for five more breaths and breathe into the whole back. Breathe into the back of the neck. And then breathe into the upper back, the middle back, the lower back. Breathe into the whole body. And then slowly press yourself up to a seat and grab what you need for final Shavasana. This Shavasana will be five minutes and this five minutes will end in silence. So for those of you that wanna move right into sleep, into Shavasana, you can do that, or after Shavasana. And then once your Shavasana is complete, just take your time to move slowly. Bring this yin yoga practice, bring it into the body, into the mind, bring it into your day. This is a great practice, whether it's for the evening or the morning, any time of day but it can be especially helpful for anyone that could use some relaxation right before bed. So I want to end this class for you today in silence. And to set up for your Shavasana, what can be helpful is to put a bolster underneath your knees if you find that that's supportive for your lower back. You can put a blanket on top of you, even just the weight or the warmth of the blanket. Signals to the nervous system. There's something so relaxing that it tells the body and the brain that it's, it's like you're getting tucked in. You're tucking yourself in for a really good rest. And the other thing that can deepen your experience of shavasana is putting an eye mask, I, whether it's an eye mask or a, a washcloth. You can just roll up a washcloth and put it on your eyes. And sometimes for me, if I have my essential oils nearby, I'll grab something like lavender or maybe even cedarwood. There's certain essential oils, which I find really relaxing or vetiver. So if you have that, feel free to grab it. And if that all just feels like too much work, (laughs) just lay down and enjoy your shavasana. All right, you're going to hear three bells and then five minutes of silence, and it's going to end in silence. So you're actually, you may not even hear the end of this class. This episode will just end. All right. Enjoy this, my friends. May you invite this experience of yin yoga into your life and to invite freedom into the body and mind. Much blessings. Peace out. Enjoy.